Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. Chris Rock ain't like, Chris Rock ain't regular, man. He's got nonverbal learning disorder. Yeah. That's close to having Asperger's. Right. So technically, Will Smith assaulted a special person. You can't man, do that. Man, y'all had a <laughs> You can't do that. You can't assault special people. Yeah, you yeah, ain't yeah, even yeah. supposed to look at them. All my life, been grinding all my life. Sacrifice, hustle paid the price. Want a slice, got to roll the dice. That's why, all my life, I been grinding all my life. Yeah. All my life, been grinding all my life. Hello, welcome to another edition of Club Shay Shay. I am your host, Shannon Sharp. I'm also the proprietor of Club Shay Shay. And the guy that's stopping by for conversation and a drink today is an actor, comedian, writer. He spent six seasons on Saturday Night Live. He's the master of impersonations. None other than Jay What's going on, Unc? How you doing, man? I, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. So I was, I was going to get the me out the room. Okay. You started doing me probably about a decade ago. Yep. Why the fuck you bother me? I listen. They, they, <laughs> they wrote it. They, they wrote it, and I, and I, I saw the cat. I said, man, okay, I could do that, but I don't think it was that good at first. I think I was exaggerating for no reason. Right. I didn't have it. I didn't have anything funny to say, so I had to exaggerate the mannerism. And I don't know. I thought I always was under the impression you did not like it or like me. I was like, no, nah, nah, it wasn't you. I didn't like the impersonation because, <laughs> like you said, because the mannerisms were yeah. so exaggerated. Yeah. But I, I think you uh, uh, you refined it because I think, like you said, you saw it in the script and it was something that, like the other impersonations that we're gonna get to, you probably had an opportunity to rehearse those yep. over and over and and perfect it. And yep. this was like last minute. Okay, I, I got it. I got same, it. Same thing with uh, it was the same thing with Stephen A. Smith. Like you know, I didn't have that impression at first. Right. So they uh, they were like, can you do this by Saturday? And I was like, let me see what I can do. Right. And as I kept doing it, I refined it more. You know what I mean? And, and made it made the character more lucid. But right. at first. Nah, dog. It was just it was me trying to get used to it. Did you always have that ability that ability to impersonate people? And who was your first impersonation? Uh, yes, I always I've had it since I was six years old, and it was Gilbert Godfrey. Okay, that was the first one. Okay, yeah, the the the, the, the Jewish dude with the with the crazy voice. Right, I'm Montaigne. You know, it <laughs> right. was just so I just kept doing that, and then it was Forrest Gump, Sally Field, then it was Ed, Ed and Eddie, and then I just kept adding characters to that. You Did know? you ever do your parents? Could you could you oh, yeah. could you do your mom and your dad? Oh yeah, Jerry. That's what my mom always talks. Jared, you gotta stop cursing, Jared. Right. Remember where you came from. Right. My father just like, I don't give a fuck. You know? <laughs> <laughs> my dad, my dad is so hardcore, and my mother is so like, she's so conservative. But when you see her turn up, it's right. so charming because it's like she's just, 
She's natural with it. So it. how long does it take you to perfect an impersonation? It just depends on who it is, man. I, I mean, some people will take a month. Other people will take years. Like Denzel took three years. Really? Three years. Because I, I was watching. My voice wasn't all the way there because, I, you know, I was young. I was still right. a teenager. Right. So um, it, it took it took a lot of a lot of vocal um, contorting to get that down to a T. And I still feel like I'm still learning stuff about Denzel that I didn't know. So when you do it in person, they so say you doing Denzel. Are you watching movies? Are you just listening him listening to him talk in interviews? How are you going about trying to perfect this? I'm doing all of that. I'm watching him in interviews. I'm I'm, I'm watching movies. I'm looking at certain things that he's doing that don't stick out. Like, Denzel has this thing with his lips. Lip. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He always, he'll do that, and he'll go like that, and he'll, yeah, he'll bite his lip, and he'll look at you, and he always looks off to the left side, like there's something over there, and there's right. nothing over there. Like, what's going on? So he, <laughs> so he, somebody coming in the room? <laughs> he'll be like, <laughs> all right. And then he'll look away. Right. And he'll be like, who was over there? And right. it was nobody. That, that's his thing. If you watch Idris Elba, his thing is to not look at the camera. Right. You know, I was just, you know, so when you talk like Idris, he just like looks away and, you know, he'll look at you like a little bit, maybe too <laughs> peripheral, but, you know, he'll never look at you in your eyes, mate, because he doesn't have to. I'm too pretty. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you a question. When you first did Denzel, yep. have you ever met Denzel? Yes, I did. And so what did he say about the impersonation? You want to know what he said, Shannon? What did he say? When I saw him finally, because it was such a, it was such a big night for him, it was the, um, um, it, it was the uh, God dag it. it. He was. It was. He was getting. He was getting honored. Right. He was getting. Uh, what was it called? He got honored. Uh, it wasn't Mark Twain. It was. Uh, uh, it was 2009. It yeah. was celebration. Mm -hmm. I was. He was. He was getting in the meal. Was it the Cecil B. the meal award? I don't think it was. I don't think it was that one. It was okay. a. It was another one. Okay. God dag it. Uh, I'm trying to remember it, but anyway. All right. So 2019. It's a ceremony. Uh, everybody's there. Jamie Foxx is there. All the celebrities. Everybody. Marshall Ali. Everybody's there. Um, I don't see him at the initial celebration, um, and I was sad about that because it's like every time I tried to walk up to him, it's like he felt me and he would walk away. Right. Okay. And I was like, I was like, is he messing with me? Right. Is he messing with me? Okay. But finally, at the after party, I get there and um, I tell the guy, I said, man, I didn't meet Denzel, and he was like, just stay here because he's about to walk in. <laughs> he walks in. He looks at me. He goes. Oh, oh shit, okay. You owe me a lot of money, Negro. You know that, right? Huh? Yeah, I'm keeping you hot. You understand? <laughs> you're a lot taller than I thought, too. I thought you were short. I thought you were like 5'9, five, 5'8, five, you're 6'2. Wow. You're a little tall. You got an arm, too. Been working out, huh? You look good. <laughs> and we start talking. Right. We're talking for like 10 minutes. So, but let me ask you a question. Are uh -huh. you talking to him as then? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no. At that point, at that point, I'm like, I'm too nervous. I'm like, man, this is this is one of the as he's won the title of sexiest man in the world. Right, I can't do right. this. I'm intimidated right, right now, you know? But I was talking to him. We just, we conversing. And then the camera dude comes. Right. And he takes the flash. He flashes us. We both turn at the same time, pose, and go back to talking. Right. It was like the smoothest, coolest thing right. ever. And he sits down. And Chris, because Chris Tucker pulls him over. Right. Chris Tucker, I'm trying to get a picture with him. Because I'm like, this is Denzel. I don't know if I'm going to see him again. You know what I mean? It's like seeing Denzel is like seeing a unicorn or something. Right. You know what I mean? You're barely gonna see this guy. Right. Um, so I'm so I'm I'm so pressed to get the picture. Chris Tucker comes, pulls him away, and has him take a picture with his son. 
And then Denzel goes and sits down. And I said, Chris, I really wanted to talk to Denzel to get this picture. Go over there, man. He's sitting down. Go there, go there, talk to him, man. He'll take a picture with you, man. He will, man. Go take a man, go there, man. You man, ain't nothing, man. Hey, man, I ain't do nothing, man. Go ahead and take a picture. <laughs> so I walked up to him and I said, Can I take a picture with you? He goes, You say, Can you bend, can you bend over? If you can bend down and take this picture, I'll take this picture with you. Yeah, I'll take it. So I just, so you see me bending down ah! uncomfortably, <laughs> taking a picture with Denzel as he's just sitting there with the face like. And I'm like, damn, I don't know if he's annoyed or if he's happy, right. but I got that damn picture. You got it. I got that picture, Shannon. So of I all did. your impersonations, who's uh-huh. your favorite? Oh, man. Because, I mean, I'm looking at the list. You got, obviously, Denzel. Uh-huh. You've done Kevin Hart. You did Chris Tucker. Uh-huh. They say you can do Will Smith, Obama, Kanye, <laughs> Eddie Murphy. I feel like the one I fall into the most naturally is probably uh, is either Eddie Murphy or Will or Denzel. But I don't have a favorite one I do. You do Hove, too. I do. I have mean, you ever met Hove? Yeah. You know, it's funny because uh, every time, you know, Jigga sees me, he was like, yo, foot, what up, fake Jay-Z? <laughs> 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 yeah, I think it's hilarious. Keep it up. Yeah. You know, less money, but, you know, a lot darker. Uh, <laughs> you know, you'll get there. You'll get there. <laughs> so it's, it's it's always been a nice... It's Everybody's always been nice. Um, yeah. You know, uh, Kanye, Kanye was one of the people that called me up and talked to me for 20 minutes. But, you know. How Kanye get your number? I have no, they gave it to him. They, they, the uh, SNL, SNL gave it to him. They snitched on me. They gave him the number. He hit me up. We talked for 20 minutes. He He was upset he didn't like it. He didn't, he didn't say he didn't like it. He said, you know, um, you know, I appreciate what you did, um, you know, like, you know, I appreciate your show, but you know, let me just allow, let me just tell you where I came from. Like, both of my parents are Black Panthers and all of this. So he's talking for 20 minutes. I'm thinking, well, cool. He gets on stage the next day, made in America. He dishes me in front of 50,000 people. What? He dishes me. He was like, I called Jay Farrell right after the awards. Like, with the, you know, every time somebody recants and tells the story, right. they put extra emotion they, in Yeah, they add some years yeah, to it. They to grow. They wanted to grow, okay. He, he added it like yeah. he called me up and pressed me. He's right. like, no. He just was like, look, I appreciate what you did, but, you know, you have a lot of influence. So right. I just want to give you the background story of who I am, you know. What they got to do with you doing an impersonation? I, I guess it would make, a, make me want to stop because yeah. if I know who he right. is. But, but it made you want to do it more. It did. <laughs> Made me want to impersonate this man more. Right. I said, if I'm doing this, I made it. I thought that, Shannon, until Pete Davidson came. Okay. I was like, oh, Uh -oh. wow, you gotta, yeah, you gotta go to. I thought it was going the impression route. It's the wife route. That's what you gotta do. You gotta come on. You gotta hit the wife. You know he gonna, you know he gonna snap. You you mentioned the wife. What? What? I mean, I didn't. I'm just saying. It's a fact. It's not a lie. It happened. The man said it himself. Who said that? Kanye. Kanye said it himself. Oh, he called. He called Charlemagne. He called Charlemagne. He was like, "You gonna allow a white boy with a ten-inch penis to sleep with my wife?" Like, I was like, "Hey, kept that one to myself." I wouldn't. I wouldn't have been putting that out if it it's you. Cause I gotta, re- if I'm trying to return, you know yeah, what I mean? To, to return to what? Gotta, re- gotta you can't return. Go back home after to, that. To the, to a cave. Yeah. You don't want. <laughs> Man, he gotta wrap all that meat around his arm. He need to pad himself before he goes in there. CJ, that's you gonna have somebody go get my number? No, you call me. Or... But Shannon, you can handle. I'm gonna hang up on him. But you look, you can hang up. But you he ain't gonna mess with you, Shannon. You can, man, you toss Kanye West like some gingerbread cookies, brother. You. <laughs> 
So how how okay, you start you said you started this at six years of age. Yes, sir. How did you learn to like contort your? I mean, because I mean, after you do it for so long, do you forget that what your natural voice sound like? Oh man, and that is a that's that's what so many people get misconstrued and messed up. I'd never forget how I sound, but I'm so used to doing it. Right. So it's just it's like it's like LeBron it's like LeBron playing basketball right. for me. Like it, it's so simple like that. So I never get caught. I would never get in a Heath Ledger situation. Where I'm two in the character, and then or now I can't escape. It. I can't escape it. I've never been one of them people, right? You know, because I I feel like it's a blessing. It's a curse too, but right. it's a blessing, right? To do so many because you're just so used to coming in and out, right? So, you know, pause. You know, coming in and out of yourself. Oh, okay, yeah. So <laughs> let me. So how do how do how does SNL happen? Oh man. Um, well, I got a I got an agent in 2009. Um, okay. Shout out to Josh Pearl, ICM. This was like the beginning stages. ICM is now CAA. They've converted. Okay. Changed into them. But um, I was on the road with my sister. Um, this is after uh, after Charlie Murphy. Those gigs were kind of like drying up. Right. You know, he took me on the road when when I was 19. Right. For three years. Um, and I thought that was my SNL. It was not. God right. had other plans. Um, so I hit the road 2009. Me and my sister. I got an agent. And we put together an audition tape, sent it in 2010. They called me in in August 2010, and I got the job. Right. Uh, I, uh, I auditioned once. Um, I, I flew back to uh, New York, I think, a few times. I think Lauren and the team were trying to figure out if there was somebody who could write for me. Right. And Brian Tucker, who also wrote for Chris Rock, uh, for the Chris Rock show. Right. You got to say that. You know, he didn't write a stand-up, but he did write right for the, the show. Chris Rock show. Um, you know, he was the appointed writer for me, and uh, we, you know, bam, there it was. It, it's literally happened like that. And I said to myself, man, because I was working at Burlington too, I said to myself, I said, man, how many coats did you steal? <laughs> I didn't look. Look, I am, I am from the burbs, okay? So I am, I, I ain't steal anything. I, I caught people stealing though. Right. It was a lot of. They should have paid me extra. Nah. You, you know, you Did you try me. to stop them? Yeah, I tried to stop. Why? We that had ain't to your stuff. Hey, but I know it says Burlington's not Farrell's. I, un I understand that, Shannon. <laughs> but look, when the dudes, when I when Miss Lillian, my manager, she literally said. Get them niggas, Jay. I said, I got to get them. And that's what I, I asked. I booked. And the dude was a crackhead. I, hey, I was out there circling up with him. And it was another gentleman. We were both, we were like the rock. We were looking at this motherfucker <laughs> like this here. He like, if he made any move, we was going to get him. He dropped the merchandise. Another security guard came out there. The security guard I was supposed to, Mr. Forrest. Yeah. And he was, you know, he, he older. So he ain't as fast as we were. Right. He came out. Dude dropped the stuff and he left, but god dang. Wait, can I, uh, wait, I see we switching drinks and stuff. It's, may I have Yeah, a go ahead, yeah, we can toast. Can I toast? All right, sir. Yes, Appreciate sir. Appreciate it. Thanks for coming on. Uh -huh. <sighs> That's what I like, man. That's what I like Shannon. Shannon, man. Shannon always got the brown around. You don't <laughs> For care. sure, for sure. You don't care, but yeah. I've heard you say SNL is like, you audition every single week. It's not like you're on. Nah. For the entire year, like, okay, you got to win your contract, you're on for the entire year. You got to go and they got to like your stuff. You audition for your job every week. Imagine if you, why, okay, imagine if you had to do that now. Imagine if you had to do that when you were playing football, bro. Wow. Every week yeah. you got to audition to be on the team. That's pressure. You can get cut every week. Right. It's just, it puts you in a mental state to know that, look, whatever I produce, whatever I'm making, it has to be good. Because if it's not, 
I'm not gonna get any burn. Right. You know what I mean? So right. it puts you in like an, a, a survivor flight mode. Right. You know what I mean? And that is the uh I think that's the narrative for uh SNL in general. And it's so competitive. Right. But the good thing is when you do get something on, you know, you do have moments like 28 reasons, like what does my girl say? Like uh like uh 12 days of 12 days of free slave, like right. all of these. All of these sketches, but you come out with gold, but you got to go through the fire. Right. You know, and after you're done with that, you can do any job in the world. Like no other job is hard. Right. Because I've been up there and I've like, I've been high. I've been low. I've been depressed. I've been exhilarated. You know what I mean? So it's just, it's just an emotional roller coaster, and you, you have to know how to navigate it. And, um, you know, me being an introvert is really hard. Right. I'm an introvert. Yes. Like. Of course, I perform. I did theater. I grew up doing theater and all of that. But right. if I'm on the stage performing, I have a job to do. Once I get off, I am I am literally right. like this. So. That's what I tell people. I'm the most outgoing introvert you're going to meet. Word? Yeah. I, really? Yeah. But you you so extra. I know. When you have to be. Yes. You get, yup, there has to yeah. be meaning behind it. Yeah. I understand. You don't just go, you ain't just in the club turning up. None of that. I had an ex told me. Um, that she said, yeah, man, he was, he's so funny. Yeah. He said, she said, I was with him for a year and a half, two years, and I never saw what you guys see. That's, oh, she didn't, she didn't have enough, she didn't have what it was to bring it out of you. I just, I just, I'm just, I mean, it's just something about, like, I understand who I, who I need to be. Got you. Going against Skip. And when I'm home, I'm just, I'm quiet, I'm watching TV with no sound. Um, I'm eating plain stuff, and so I, she didn't get that outgoing. I don't, I don't know. I'm just, just really never opened up. I'm not. I just, I, I don't know. I just, I needed to have like. And then we went to a, a, an event, and I had a couple of my homeboys there that I played with and that I knew, and she says, "Why can't you be like that around me?" And I just, I don't, and I couldn't explain it. Yeah, it's just, I mean, but you comfortable with, who you comfortable with? Yeah. That's why she I mean, ex. I, no, no, I, I mean. I mean, besides, it was a couple other things. But. Yeah, it was a couple other things. <laughs> I, I, missed, I missed that up, but. Uh, so who hasn't fumbled the coochie bag? I've yeah, done it many yeah. times. I, but, uh, that's just life, man. You live, you learn, and then you turn into a beast, God dang it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I, big 2023 gonna be big for me. I got, <laughs> I got, got some stuff, you know, coming down the pipeline. It's gonna be great for me. Yeah, but yeah. But let me ask you, so. The, the, the pressure of knowing I've got to perform every single Saturday. Yep. So how much time, okay, you say you had a, a writer that, so he's writing. So how much time are you getting an opportunity to spend do, trying to perfect the skit to make sure it's perfect? Well, you get a, uh, well, I'll tell you like this. Thursday, Thursday is rehearsal. Wednesday is read through. Tuesday is, uh, Tuesday is writing night. Monday, you're pitching ideas. Okay. So... You get to rehearse it on Thursday and Friday if your skit gets through probably about six times. And then you do it uh, one, two, three. You do it three more times on Saturday. Right. You do, you do rehearsal, you do dress rehearsal, and then you do the actual show. Right. You know, and um, they're cutting stuff up until, they're cutting stuff up until air. Like, something can make it through dress rehearsal, and it Not won't make it. necessarily be on the air. What? Yeah, man. Hold on, man. You mean to tell me I've been practicing all this, and y'all going to talk about this ain't going to make they'll, it? They'll take it away from now you. Now we got to fight. And you... <laughs> now we got to <laughs> <Now we> gotta... <laughs> Y'all left me no choice. I bet this make there. <laughs> <laughs> be beat your ass backstage. In fact, 
That is so southern. Oh no, we got to fight now. Hell no. I done I don't came through all this and we don't pray. You say we got all these rehearsals and dress rehearsals yep. and, and run-throughs. And then her, we, oh, like, I done called the homies. Hey, your boy got this skip in the butt in the bottom. Yep. And they go talk about, hey, hey, Call your grandmother, call yeah. the chick you hey, trying to smash. And then, just... and then you're like, hey, Shannon, this is not going. What you mean? Yeah, you just, and you got you to gotta hold that. There's nothing you can do. And you, you got to go up on the stage and have a smile at the end of the night. They want you to just. After they cut you, after they after they cut the you fifty times, stab you fifty times, you sitting there bleeding, your shirt red. You had a you had a fresh white right. suit on. Whole shit then turned burgundy now. You right. know what I mean? You done shug knighted your whole shit up. Right. And now you got to sit out there and smile to the folks and just wave like everything is all right. Right. It's a it's an emotional roller coaster and it's a balance. You have to you got to be able to balance. And I feel like I grew up a lot. I just grew up a lot there because I didn't know. I'm a sheltered kid, bro. Did you go to him and like, bro, well, I mean, what happened? I mean, you, you stay was supposed to, you said it was go, it was good to go, and then right before I'm getting ready to do it, you say we're not a go. Yep. So how how did that mess with you mentally? Um, it there were a lot of there were a lot of dark, um, dark Saturday nights when my stuff didn't get on. However, being able to do stand-up, so I go up the next day and I'll get on stage and do material and kill. Right. So I'll feel better about myself. Right. So there was always, there was- You always had something to fall back yep, on. Yep, always had something to revert to, go back to, and make me make me feel like an artist again with worth. Because God dang, they was, they chop you, they chop you down. Right. I had man 22 going in there. My swag was, cr I'm, I'm saying because it was, I, Okay, I would kill, but I, I wouldn't know what I was doing. I'd just do it, you right. know what I mean? And I would just be a part of it because I was so used to doing it in stand-up. So I was like, all right, if a bit kills, it kills. Like, meanwhile, um, if you ain't on, it's like, wow, well, do they love me? You right. ain't got no tweets this week. Right. You just had, you were just trending on Twitter last week for a sketch that you did that you were on, you were on air for two minutes for. Right. And then the next week, there's just nothing at all. Right. You might have a few tweets that say, hey, where the hell is Jay Farrell at? You know? Right. It, 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 it messed with me, but it I'm telling you, it, it grew me up, man. It matured me so much. As they say in the South, it matured me. Yeah. So <laughs> it made you, did, it, mature. did it make you better at stand-up? Did it make you Absolutely. focus? Absolutely. Because I knew how to, I knew how to take a subject and I knew how to write about it quicker. Mm -hmm. I knew how to pump out material easier. I knew how to, I knew how to control the crowd. I knew how to control the crowd already. Right. But do it in a different, in a different level. Right. After you get up there, man. So I got, I did get better because I wasn't, I wasn't that good when I first, when I first started standing up. You know. Was your goal always to be on Saturday Night Live? Was that ever a goal of yours? It was always a goal, but I just never knew how to get there. Right. I was always one of them people that said. I don't know how this is gonna happen, but it's gonna happen. Right. And somehow it will happen. Right. I said, man, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be on Saturday Night Live. Right. I don't know, I don't know what strings I gotta pull. I don't know who I need to talk right. to. But I know if I put it out there and I believe in it enough, putting faith in it, and with my belief and with my uh, me being so close to God, I know what's gonna happen. And it did. Is that uh, you wanting to be on SNL? Was that because you're from the, because you know Rock was on it? I mean, you see Adam Sandler, you see a lot of guys. I think Ed is from the Jersey area, so you see a lot of comedians mm -hmm. that's originally from that area. That area mm -hmm. do Saturday Night Live. I, I don't, I haven't heard. I can't honestly say that I've heard a lot of comedians outside of that er area. Nah, there's not. I mean, there's. I mean, 
a few of the other ones make it. It's mostly um, New Jersey, New York comedians, yes. people from the north. It's uh, people from Los Angeles right. that go to Second City. It's people that do UCB. It's people that do, uh, what is the other one? The Groundlings in mm -hmm. Chicago. You know what I mean? They even claim me in Chicago. Like, he's from Chicago. I was like, I ain't never seen that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't never tell nobody who's from here. Yeah. I appreciate the sentiment, but I'm not, I'm not from here. So, um... To make it from Virginia on a show like that, to get there, to get your ass out of the South, which is a crab bucket. Yeah. You, feel me? you know what it is, yeah. man. Yeah. Everybody, even when you get some success, it's people that's gossiping, well, why he got that? Why I ain't got that? You know what? It is. It doesn't make sense. I mean, but the thing that I don't understand is mm -hmm. that normally it's like, why would someone that has more than you be jealous of you? That's, that's what I run into. Guys that have more than me. You know, guys will say, well, he's dumb and he can't dress and his podcast is terrible and, you know, he cheap and he broke. People okay, if I'm all those things, why you care? You not dating me? Exactly. Exactly. I think it's a, I see myself in your position. I bet you I could do better than them. Right. And they have that. And, but they don't know if they did put the shoes on, them motherfuckers, they break their ankles, they right. fall, scrape their knee, bust their lip, all of that right. shit. But because it, it's not, it's always somebody looking from the outside, never knowing all of the right. constituents of everything inside. And man, you you know what it is. Yeah. You got a heart. You gotta have. You gotta have knowledge every day. You gotta stay yes. on top. Yes. You have to have a. Uh, you have to have a general knowledge yeah. about a broad range of things. Absolutely. And Absolutely. I mean, you. It's. it's you know what? It's kind of like. I guess it's like being Je playing Jeopardy. Uh huh. Yeah, you can be good at one, but if you're just good in one area. You're not going to be good at Jeopardy. Absolutely. You have to have a knowledge, a general knowledge of a lot of different topics. Absolutely. And, you know, we're going to talk about football, talk about basketball. We're going to talk about, you know, a lot of different things, social issues. Life. And yeah. so, yeah, and so you have to have a general knowledge. Yeah, for somebody to, so for somebody to say that, that, you, I, that you're incompetent, that makes no sense to me. But, but, just, but here's the thing. What I've noticed about people that will say things like that, those are the people that's not spending one time, one minute one hour in your presence. Absolutely. They've never gone to lunch. They've never been in your presence. They've never been in your home. Absolutely. They don't know anything about you. Mm -hmm. But then they get together and one says something. Because this is how I am. I don't know if you like this. Tell me if you're like this. If somebody is talking about somebody, now I don't really know that said person, or if I do know that person, I haven't had the interaction that you've had. Right. So I got nothing to add to that conversation. Yep. So Absolutely. I'm over here like this here. Yep. I'm not going to just say, yeah, yeah, you're right. He liked it. Because I don't know. I, I don't know. You, right. You're judging off of your experience. Right. It's not everybody. It's that experience is not ubiquitous. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I, 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 def, I am like that. See? I am that like that. And I don't like, I mean, people are like, okay, I'll tell you this. And this made me stop talking to this one, John. <laughs> one girl. I was in, uh, I was in, I was in, <clears throat> I was in Greece, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, she was cool where she was from. This is our first trip out, whatever. First trip out. But we go to the beach, she looks around, she was like, we're better than everybody here. I was like, what whoa, do you, what do you mean? Like, you don't even know them. Right. Like, why are you saying that? Right. You know what I mean? Even when we're in the back of the car and, you know, um, uh, I think the, uh, you know how the seatbelt thing goes on, yeah. whatever. And the Uber driver was like, oh, it's cool. Just, uh, he said, just take the seatbelt and put it behind you or whatever. She had already done that. She was like, ha ha, I'm smarter than you. I was like, okay, this shit ain't gonna work. Yeah. I'm a smash, but it ain't but, gonna work. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am gonna hit, but yeah, it, I, hate, it ain't. I hate people like that. It's just like why, how could you you don't know? No, right. 
you don't you don't know the environment mm-hmm. and the fact that oh my god the 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 uh the self-righteousness the yeah. the entitlement the the ugh, the 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 the, the uh, just it's just yuck. It's just yeah. a yuck feeling. I, yeah. hate, I hate being around. I love people that are always positive. Yeah. Not talking about somebody yeah, yeah. negatively. I, there's 24 hours in a day. I got 12 hours to mind my business, 12 yep. hours to leave, stay out of your business. I'm booked. And what did Denzel say, Shannon? Denzel was like, it was like, um, it was like a small-minded person talks about everybody. Yeah. He's like a good-minded person talks about events, things, and a great mind talks about concepts and figuring things out. You got to figure out which one you are. <laughs> yeah. You're a lot of people, it's simple, Shannon. It's simple. Right. It's fucking simple. They don't talk about shit. True. That is very true. Mm? But my thing is, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know what? My thing is, is not to prevent people from talking behind my back. It's to keep them from smiling in my face. Oh, I got you. I got you. Just talk. Keep yeah, talking. Keep talking. If you like that, put it out. Let me know. So I know which thieves are in the temple. You know what Just I mean? so y'all know, I know. Stop talking about Shannon. Hey, you know that movie, I Know What You Did Last Summer? Yeah, I Know I What know You what Said. said in those stats. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised. But, uh, but Shannon, you, dude, you're 6'5", six, 6'6"? You're six, six, six? No, I'm only 6'2", six, 250. Two you 6'2"? 6'2". I thought you were 6'5". Nah. Okay. Stay to myself. Okay. Yup. I don't bother nobody. I ain't in nobody's business. Yup. You don't see me at the club. You don't see me at no club. I'm not at this club this week. This club next week. You don't see me with a whole di- a whole bunch of women. I'm to myself. You don't. I don't mind nobody. I ain't in nobody's business. You don't. Paul Pearson. Shout out to Paul Pearson. Nah, you know? nah, nah. I'm 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 I'm, I'm, I'm a very private person. Uh, me too. And Absolutely. so and I, I like I like my privacy. Yep. But I think that's that's part of it is that when people don't know what you're doing, right. they speculate and they talk. Can I ask you a question? Do sure. you feel like do you feel like with social media and um every the abundance of people showing everything yes. in their life, do you think the novelty of that is like has worn off and privacy is the key? Because like you are, I'm the same way. I don't feel like I have to give everything to everybody. Right. I don't feel like I have to tell you exactly where I'm at all the fucking time because this is my life. Yes. And if I can't keep this to myself, then you'll have everything. And I don't feel like you deserve everything because right. you don't even know me like right. that. Right. And most I, of y'all hate my ass. They do. A lot of you. I think the biggest... <laughs> I like I co-sign. They do. They, they do. do. <laughs> they do. I think the biggest thing is what I've learned, mm-hmm. people will mess up if they think you have something good. They'll try True. to mess it up for you. Whatever True. it is, positive. If you got a new girlfriend, oh, I'm gonna try. Hey, I'm gonna try to say something bad about it. Or if you got something going on good, they're gonna try to mess it up. Absolutely. Why you got something good going on? Absolutely. Why you care? Absolutely. What Jay Z say? What what you eat don't make me shit. Yes. Yeah. It's so like my work, my work, my success has not is not contingent on yours. Has nothing to do none, with yours. None. It's like my blinders are on. I'm right. a horse in my own lane. In my, I'm I'm in my, I'm racing me. Exactly. I'm not racing against you. I don't care what you're doing. I'm trying to outdo myself. Right. It's kind of like rights. If I make a little money, I'm not taking money from you. Exactly. There's enough money out there for us to go around. Yep. I'm not trying to eat off your plate, but why are you trying to stop me from eating if I'm not eating off your plate? Exactly. That's just a... Uh... That's just us. We got to get out of that mentality. Yeah, man. So let me ask you a question. You're on SNL. Who were some of your favorite guests? Like, man, I can't... Man, they're going to be on? He's going to oh, be on? She's going to be on? Man, I can't wait. To be... I'll let you know. And this is... And, and Gen Z disses the hell out of this man, but he's the GOAT. Drake. 
when Drake was Gen Z disses the hell out of Drake. They call him they they booed him at a Frank. They thought Frank Ocean was gonna come out. Drake came out. They booed him. What? That's all I swear, bro. I swear. I only met the man one time. The man he showed me much. The lovely. Man me, and the man even called me Unc. <laughs> Bruh, the man. I was in. I'm in London, right? I'm in London. Well, before I even get into this, okay, let me talk about my favorite guest besides Drake, Carrie, Carrie uh, Washington. Okay. That one, I think that was a redeeming episode for me anyway. One right. of my best comparatively over my SNL career. Okay. You know? Um, also, when uh who who else came on and I was like, damn, son, this is gonna be crazy. Uh there's been so many hosts, but Maya Rudolph, always amazing. Right. She was dope. Jason Siegel. He was one of my favorite to watch. Right. Like, it was like he was a lost SNL cast member. He knew, like, a theater kid. He was down for everything. He just fully committed. He went there. I loved him. Um, also, uh, Woody Harrelson. Woody wow, Harrelson. Okay. That knocked my socks off. And when I saw Sam Rockwell walk in with Vince Vaughn, I love Vince Vaughn, but Sam Rockwell is my favorite actor. He right. didn't host, but I was like, you need to because right. he is so talented. Do you see Green Mile? Oh yes. my gosh. Oh yeah. yeah I love Wild it. Bill, like the way that he makes you, the way he... I'll do it. When he, he had was the, not gonna be good. When he had the moon cake in his, in his mouth, he was just... And the officer was like this. He busted it in his face. <laughs> Holy shit. It was so disrespectful, but yeah. it was so funny, man. So back to Drake. Dip, man, when I was in, damn, let me skip back. When I was in England, mm -hmm. right, just on some fluke shit. Right. I just went out there 2014 just to, like, chill, chill. whatever. Uh, me and my homeboys ran into this promoter on the street. Promoter says... Yo, man, I'm well-connected in America, and my friend is DJ Who Kid. I said, your friend is DJ Who Kid? He said, yeah. I said, do you know somebody named Jay Farrell? He said, yeah, the dude that does all the voices? I said, yes. He said, yeah. I said, hey. He said, oh, shit, man, what you doing here? <laughs> so he invites me to the, uh, he invited me to this club, Circus, Circus de Soil, I think uh -huh. that's the name of it, okay. in London, and Drake and Rihanna were there. <clears throat> wow. I walk in, Drake looks at me, Oh my God, dude, what the fuck are you doing here, bro? Like, yo, you aren't you like working this week? Rihanna looks at me, oh my God, like, aren't you guys like working? Like, what's happening? Like, what are you doing here? I was like, I'm on vacation. Drake flew me, both my homeboys out to Manchester. The next day, he was like, yo, what you doing? What you doing tomorrow? I said, I'm just chilling in London. He said, you coming to Manchester. I said, for what? He was I have a show. I was like, oh, okay. I yeah, guess I'm, I'm there. I guess I'm going to Manchester. Yeah. Man got me a tour bus full of girls, got us hotel rooms. We had a great time. I bet I, you did. I did. Hey, man. Nah, I, I didn't smash. I didn't smash nobody. I was uh, I was a little, uh, I, 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 I don't know what happened at night. The one I wanted, I eventually smashed. You know you got your eye on one. Yeah, yeah. And that's and it's like, it's like, all right, it don't work out that night. But when it finally do, it's explosive. <laughs> Hallelujah, nut. You know, that's it's like grandma <laughs> and the nutty professor. When you get all that pent up and be woo and woo When you get all that explosivity and you just roan and roan and woo, <laughs> Mike, make your head blow off. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. So we finally, uh, we we finally took care of that six years after that during the pandemic. It was it was it was fun. I gotta admit, Shannon, I had a. Uh, that, that was a layaway. So, so London is a, is a great, great place to visit? I mean, yes. do you recommend London? Yes, sir. Oh, my God, I do. Relationship-wise, I don't. But visiting, hell yes.
Have at it. You did a, a sketch on SNL uh, yeah. about Donald Trump. How is he? How is he as a as a as a person? Personally, to me, he wasn't. He was nice to me. Right. You know, but I know he knows how to play the game and play the room. Right. You know. So he he was he was absolutely he was cool to me. Didn't say anything disparaging. He said, "Phenomenal talent. You're a phenomenal talent. Great guy. Great guy. Phenomenal guy." That's about all I know, but a uh, great guy, phenomenal guy. And I was just like, okay, cool, that's what's up. He, nothing else to me. Right. But I know he, to the public, to the general, the general populace, he'd be going off, but right. he was cool to me, man. Right. I didn't say, I mean, now, like I said, of course his rhetoric and everything that he, he, he stands for, whatever, but for that moment, he's a gregarious fellow. Right. He knows how to play. He knows how to play a room. He, he knows, knows how to play the game. Yeah, he knows how to play He's game. smarter than you think. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And you got to be, I mean, you have to have a certain level of uh, intelligence to be able to be a businessman. Right. Like is, you know, because, you know, you're not going to be dumb making a lot of money. Right. I mean, you know, if you do, eventually it's going to all go away. But you got to be, you got to be able to play the game because he yeah. convinced a whole lot of people to vote for him. Absolutely. And it, he wasn't, pre- that it is. Well, you know what, what I've learned through my life and my 54 years of living, people are easily fooled. Yeah. Oh, easily fooled. Oh yeah, I know. I put a damn clip up on my page with a deep fake, and they thought I was a nigga singing. Like, That's not me. That's not me singing. The guy. It was like a clip from 2013. A dude. I don't know if you saw it. Right. But it was a dude singing this uh, Hallelujah, and it was this English dude named Jay Star. My homeboy put my face up there. That shit went viral. Everybody right. was like, I remember when Jay was up there. I was, I was like, No, you don't, nigga, because it wasn't me. Right. Like that was, that was a fake. That was somebody else. Somebody else. So people are, you like you're saying, they're easily fooled. Um, deep fake, swaps, whatever. And then even when you tell them, even when you lie to their face and tell you they tell you they lie, they're like, oh, okay, cool. They don't, they don't give a it's right. They don't care. That's why snitches and everything are so hot these days. Because nobody cares. That's why Takashi still has a career right now. Wow. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Kanye, do you think Kanye should run for president? (laughs) I mean... At this point, anybody could. Yeah. Uh, I think you have a better chance of uh, of, of winning than Kanye does because you're more likable than he is. <laughs> um, and I... what would what would Jay Z say to Kanye? Um, you know, um, this is not the the most well thought out plan you've had. You know, um, I feel like you should, you know, fall back. You know, maybe be a governor first. You know, <laughs> do the Schwarzenegger route. You know, you. You're kind of extremely going to the top, but you know, because I should be president. 
<laughs> I think Hove would tell him that. Have, have you ever met Hove? You yeah. met Hove. You said you he, and he said he, like, he was like. He calls me he, fake Jay-Z. Right. That's what he does. But yeah. the one thing I will say, I don't really know him. I know a lot of people that do know him. Have you, you never he met real. him before? No, I never okay. met him. I, I hope to meet him. That's, you know, I hope to meet him. I hope to meet Denzel. I used to work out with uh, Denzel's son yeah. when he was at Morehouse. He trained with the same trainer that I was training with. And I just like guys that have a lot. I mean, to see what Jay-Z became yeah. and where he came from, Dude. to see where he is now sitting on top of the mountain. And now even empowering black folks. Yeah, um, man. Financial literacy. Right. And like going back to the Marcy Projects and setting up plans where folks will understand how to make money themselves so they can get out of this situation. Right. But he's trying to teach. He's trying to give the game back. Yes, you yes. Know I mean? You know, they say the game is sold, not told. But, you know, when you have... When you when you're sold already, right. I mean, what is it to tell somebody some shit? Right. You know what I mean? I do the same thing with uh with my friends coming up in comedy. Like if they don't know, they don't know uh door deals and things of that sort, uh percentages, certain percentages to take right. from the door. Like they're like, oh, thanks for the info. I'm like, yeah, but somebody gave that to me. Right. Like Ralphie May put me on game. Right. You know, so you take it and you just pass it down. And eventually everybody, everybody is everybody's literate. And everybody knows, and then, then you know, shit just evolves. Each one teach one. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Dave Chappelle. Yeah. I watched Love him. Dave Chappelle, love him. That, love that monologue. Man. Absolutely. That he did about a month ago might have been the greatest SNL monologue that I've seen. Uh, I'll agree with you there, Shannon. <laughs> the way, the way, I mean, he so, you know, he called in his pocket, he pulled out his notes. The way he disarms the mm -hmm. crowd. Mm -hmm. And then he goes and he systematically, just step by step, mm -hmm. step by step. And he's saying it in such a way, it's funny. But it's true. Ah, oh, man, the way he, the way, the way he can tell a story yeah. with his words. Yeah. It's like a great writer writing. And, and, and to add to that. Sometimes Chappelle is so good, he can write, he can make up shit and make it seem real. Yes. <laughs> like, I don't know if you've ever seen the bit he did about public transportation and a homeless dude held up the uh homeless dude held up the bus by jerking off. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it was like he was like, he was like, I'm scared of public transportation. I was on a bus that was held hostage for he was like 45 minutes. Well, nothing nothing crazy. It was the homeless dude jerking off, but the shit was scary, son. It was scary. <laughs> Just right before that, I was smoking a cigarette. It wasn't the coolest shit I did, and everybody freaks out. Sir, put your goddamn cigarette out, sir. I he said, this is everybody's air, sir. I flicked it. I didn't want any problems. Just as I did that, homeless dude just whips out his dick, starts beating off, and I get <laughs> mad because Nobody says shit to this guy. Everybody's just, oh, God. I was the only one who had the guts to say something. It wasn't even like I was brave, you know. Was, I was sitting beside the motherfucker. I had to say something. I'm on, stop it, son. You're hitting my elbow, son. Stop it, son. Stop it. Just that, that I ain't going to go through the whole thing. But, bro, from beginning to end, you are dying because right. you're imagining. It's like a sketch right. he's literally painting in front of you. Yes. But to be able to do that and to be able to come from reality and make you think on both sides. Yes. He doesn't play. He'll play it. He plays this side. He plays that side. And he brings it right back here. Right. And a lot of comedians now, they just focus on one. Right. You have to be able to cover both so folks don't get as offended. Right. Even if you say something to right. you know. I, 
they say the job of a comedian is to take a real-life event and make it funny. Yep. And the really good ones can take the issues and make them the funniest. Yep. He can do that. It's, yeah. it, it, because, look, I grew up with... with uh, uh, I came up late with, with Pryor and Eddie. <laughs> Man, but, shit! Man, yeah. you was watching Richard Pryor and shit. <laughs> Man, god dang, Shannon. <laughs> I ain't done this shit in years, Jack. <laughs> I've been sleeping. <laughs> Goddamn. Shit. So, Richard, mm -hmm. Bernie Mac, Robin oh. Harris. Those two? Yeah. Robin and Bernie? Robin, Bernie, Chris, Eddie, I say, and I say Richard, and of course Dave, because right. he's current. But those, those are the ones. And Cat, too. Cat is brilliant at that, but go ahead. Man, Cat is unbelievable. Yeah. I, I want to I wanna, I wanna grab Cat in concert. I want to get you on get you on the pod, too, also, Cat. Yeah, yeah. Please come up. Is Dave the GOAT now? Yeah. He is the, he is undoubtedly the GOAT. He is the, uh, he's the symbol, he's a symbol for, he's like Superman of comedians. He's that whatever, whatever Superman has right here, that's what Dave Chappelle right. is. Because a lot of folks now are scared to go certain places right. that he's not. No. Because you can't, even if you take something, you can't take shit you can't, from him. You took, I mean, he walked away. See, once once you walk away from something, yeah. no one can take that from you and make you feel bad yep. or make you make you want it. Yep. He walked away from Hollywood. He walked away from 50, 100 million dollars. So you said, well, we're not gonna let you do TV. Yep. Like, okay, and I'll just do my stand, I'll just do my stand-up and people record it, and then you'll buy it back and I'll get paid. Right. And that's exactly what he's been doing. Right. Master plan. And it's so funny that folks always call people crazy when they don't understand what they're doing. Right. But the man went to Africa to chill. Right. After the event. Right. He came back and what did he do? He lied low. He continued to do stand-up, popping up every once yes, in a while. Yes. Where I remember. Dave Chappelle tickets will go on sale, and they still do. But when that time that he had quit Chappelle's show, he would go up and say, announce he's coming. Two minutes, sold out. Two minutes, right. the tickets will be sold out. Right. So it's like, as long as people want to hear you, as long as you have something substantive to, to say, say, then they will continue to gravitate towards your star. Right. You don't need these folks. Right. You really don't. Like. Okay, Shannon, you know, you the star. Look what you done done. You done spun off, you done spun off that show with Skip Bayless, and now you got your own, you got your own goddamn podcast. Yes. And a whole bunch of other deals. Right. You know why? Because you're the star. Right. It's like you're the and no, no disrespect to Skip. Of course, Skip is great. Right. But I'm saying, as far as personality goes, we fuck with your personality. Right. Everybody, everybody likes you. You're gonna say something. You're gonna say something that makes sense, but you're gonna also say something. You're gonna say something real, and you're gonna say something funny with it. Right. And that's why. That's why we love tuning in. Right. And that's why the ratings are what the ratings are. You've seen the paperwork. Right. You know what your ratings are. Right. You know everybody's watching this shit, and it takes that, man. I'm just saying. There's always a party on SNL. Who mm -hmm. threw the greatest party? Who threw the greatest party on SNL? I did. I threw the greatest party at SNL. It was my apartment. It was four. It was three thirty in the morning. Everybody came in that damn high rise. I mean, Yo. if you're in a high rise in New York, you ain't got but like seven hundred square feet. You ain't got seven hundred square. Okay, feet. you got five hundred. Yeah, but but a uh, hundred of them square feet gonna be covered by ladies just for the view from the view. Right, man. I done had so many times the Jones don't walk in and they they be I'm on my issue and I'd be like, all right, well look at that view. We'll just put a towel down. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, go ahead, yeah. You put that towel down. I'm sitting there smoking, sitting there smoking a uh, 
<clears throat> something. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I heard that you had to slam Bill Murray. I on did. The couch. Yeah. Well, I did. What, for what? Why you slapping the old guy? Because he was hitting me, Shannon. He wouldn't stop hitting me. It's a bit. Bill what Murray is a legend, okay? Yeah. He's a legend, Caddyshack, Ghostbusters, yes. Groundhog Day, yes. the whole nine. When he shows up on a writing night where he's not even hosting, he's not hosting this week, he's just there, and he goes into the office and he he spars with Lorne. I walk in there, I see Lorne. Lorne's holding his back. I'm like, are you okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm all right, all right. He, he, he fucked you up. He yeah. fucked you up. He's in the office right across from mine. I walk in there, it's Zach, Michael Che, uh, uh, who else, uh, 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 what's his name? Brooks Whelan was in there at the time. Um, Tim Robinson, they're all in that, they're all in that office. I walk in, I see Bill Murray. Bill Murray looks at me, he goes, there's, I, I know your work, there's something about you you're not showing the world. And like, it's like this, it's this thing you have that you need to show everybody. And I'm like, okay, this is a sentimental conversation. Right, yeah, yeah, okay. It immediately switches, like, 15 seconds later. He was like, come here, fat boy. Fat boy? I, I, I was one of the most built people on the show. Right. I was the, I was the Shannon Sharp of SNL. <laughs> I was like, they don't get the hell out of You better respect me. Put right. some respect on this body, because I used to be fat. I worked hard to get here. Right. So he starts, he calls me fat boy, then he gets on me. He starts hitting me, Shannon. Right in the same place over and over again. Right. Now, I don't give a damn who you are, right. all right? If you hit somebody in the same place, it could be a soft hit like this. Right. Eventually, it's going to start getting a little sore. Yeah. So as soon as it started stinging, I said, okay, I got to drop him, son. Right. So I picked him up, and I Samoan dropped him on the sofa. Right. And as I Samoan drop him, he's still hitting me. Drunk out of his mind. Yeah. No, no, no recollection question. probably of right. this whatsoever. Right. But I slammed him. Right. And then I had to hold him down. He was still trying to fight me. And I'm looking like... Y'all gonna do anything? Yeah. Y'all gonna, is anybody gonna do anything? <laughs> no. Is anybody gonna say anything? I'm yes like, or no? They're like, Groundhog Day. Yeah. I'm like, come on, son. Like, they didn't say that. They didn't yeah. say Groundhog Day. But he just, he was attacking me, and I got him. I got him. And now all them stories are coming out about Bill Murray. Yes, yeah. I, you, you can confirm them. That man is something, something up with him. Yeah. But God bless him. Right. God bless him. But I just won't let somebody hit me in the same spot over and over again. I don't care if you are Mother Teresa. Yeah. You going to get the suplex. You feel me? You had a relationship, great relationship with Charlie Murphy. Absolutely. And you said he told you, don't do drugs at these parties. He said, because drugs change you. Yep. He didn't want you to end up like Rick James. <laughs> he didn't exactly. He, you said that. It is. Did I say he didn't want me to? I said that? Yeah. Okay. Said. That's funny. That sounds like a, that sounds like I just you added, added you, you added, you added some, you added some yeast to that story. I, I added some, I, I put a little bit of, I put, I put some, I put some powder up there. You know, I put some flour on that so, story. So, was that some of the best advice that you got? That when yeah. you go to these parties, you can have a good time, but drugs Charlie, need to be excluded? Charlie said, Charlie said to me that, he said, yo, man, whatever you do, Jay, never do coke, man. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I'm never going to touch it. Right. <laughs> and that was yeah. the end of it. Right. Because he didn't want, he just didn't want it like, first of all, it, even if it was weed or anything, he didn't let me do anything. Right. Because he said, I'm not going to, I'm not going to have your mom coming up to me. I'm not going to have your mom coming up to me saying, oh, you corrupted my son. <laughs> Yeah, man. So stay away from that, man. Weed, right. anything, man. You do weed, not here, but you do it. But not this one, man. Pass that J, man. <laughs>
and it was uh, and him and Freeze Love are always like uncles to me. They were they were big uncles to me. And then when I finally met uh, Eddie, because he said you reminded him of Eddie. He did say that. He said, "Yo, man, no matter what, man, I always remember, man. You got the same chops my brother does, man. And I know the nigga, man. I, I grew up with this nigga, man. Shh. <laughs> that should mean something, man. So right. every time I think about when I think about people that say stuff like that, and I think about even Ralphie May." Um, another deceased comedian, a friend of mine, who was like, you know, you're you're more than an impressionist, bro. I see it. So I, I know you're more. So he's like, yo, just pause a little bit before you drop the punchline. Right. People just giving you little um, tidbits to help you along your way. Right. And the folks that believe, really believed, and that's who I do it for. People like Charlie Murphy, Ralphie May, people like Twitch, who just right. passed away. Right. You know what I'm saying? People like... Um, people like uh, Bob Saget, right? You know what I mean. Um, very, a lot of comedian friends I've I've lost, and it's it's been uh, it's been hard, but uh, they always leave something, and there's something from them I carry with me because it's something they've said. Even with Chadwick Boseman, right? Um, Chadwick Boseman with my Showtime show, White Famous, he said, <clears throat> "Yeah, you don't have to worry about that. You're gonna get another one." Because that show showed that you could act. You know, a lot of people didn't know you could even act, but now, you know, they can see that. <laughs> yeah. I know it's rest in peace to him, but he's uh, but he didn't have to give me that. Right. So that's somebody else, man. I just, I hold those with me, man. Who do you, who do you compare your style? It's like, it's a mix between Eddie Murphy and Chris Rock now. Mm -hmm. And that's what people come up to me and say. Right. And um, like I said, I, I look up to, to Bernie... Um, Robin, Chris, Eddie, um, you know, Kat, you know, Dave, uh, Richard Pryor, um, Robin Williams, Jim Carrey. But those two comedians, I would say, and I've been trying to find that my whole career. I've right. been trying to figure out what that is. And I think I finally cracked it. You, um, you've acted alongside Ice Cube, Kevin Hart, Chris Rock, Kiki Palmer, Cat. <laughs> I mean, who are some of the people that you would like to act? Um, really? To part Denzel. That's the one that I really want But Denzel don't really... Denzel did one thing I would consider comedy, and that's mm -hmm. Devil in Brew Dress. I don't know if you remember Absolutely. that hit with, with Don Cheetah. I remember Cheetah. that. And wasn't Robin Harris in that, yeah. too, doing stand-up? Yeah. Yep. I do remember that. And now, Uptown Saturday Night, he was supposed to do that with Will Smith. Of right. course, something happened. They didn't do it. Right. But I think he's... Denzel's a funny guy. Yeah, oh, yeah I, um, I know. But he's kind of he's kind of stayed in his lane. And yeah. He, don't give it. He's tremendous in that lane. He's the best. He's, yeah. I mean, he's unbelievable in that lane. Yeah. I mean, I, I would like, to, I would like, I know he can do it. And yeah. there's nothing Denzel can't do. Right. But I would like, probably like to see, I would like to see him do another devil. Not, you know, but uh, something like that. Style. Yeah. I mean, I would, I would love it too. And I feel like uh, even if it's not, even if it's not comedy, Shannon, even if it's like uh, just an action movie. Right. I want to be his son or somebody. Right. If, if I could play that role. Right. You know. Uh, Will Smith, uh, definitely at some point, you know, uh, he was always, you know, when I was growing up, I was, I was always like, I would love to work with him some right. way. Um, Eddie Murphy, of course. Right. I keep, I keep kicking myself because all these re reboots are getting greenlit, and I don't know shit about them. Right. You know what I mean? Like Beverly Hills Cop, that's right. already in the making. They right. didn't made Coming to America already. Right. I mean. Man, you might you might need to get your you get on you get you get on your agent because this stuff is in the works. And I, you, I, you need to know. I, I need to know it. It' gonna be some fire on some asses. I'm, <laughs> I'm not lying, Shannon. I get 2023. We gotta get we gotta get it.
You understand? Yeah. Let's, look, look, I'm looking right in the camera. I'm looking at y'all some of my tricks. You see my eyes. I'm not being spurious when I say this. If we don't get some production going, it's going to be trouble. going to be trouble. We're going to get a motherfucking production going. going to be trouble, trouble. Rise up off me and all. What the fuck, Blue? <laughs> Blue? Blue don't make me raise up. Blue, Blue don't make me raise up. I'm going to help you. <laughs> you. You know Will Smith. Yeah, yeah. You know Chris Rock. I the do. incident that happened at the Oscars. Could that have been avoided? Or what was, I mean. Yeah, it could have. If, yeah, it could have if you were Chris Rock. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Rock is like. Chris and Rock is 125. He's 125. He's gangly. He's real yeah, light. Chris ain't trying to, try to scrap with nobody. He light in the heels, right. man. You know what I mean? But, yeah, but, but, uh, it, it's hard to tell a man that's heard a joke about his wife. It was harmless. It was meaningless. It shouldn't, you know, you, you took it the wrong way. And I get that. Okay. Now. But how did you, did you think the joke? About the G.I. Jane yeah. joke? I didn't think that was the reason. I think it was when Chris Rock was talking in 2016. Yeah. His monologue. Yeah. I think that kind of had something to do. Oh, when he said that Will Smith, he wasn't coming. Uh, Jada said she wasn't coming. Yeah. Yeah, so it was Jada, a combination. Jada not getting invited to the Oscars is like me not getting invited to Rihanna's panties, okay? I was never invited, right. okay? I think that was So a it little... was a culmination yeah. of things that had been said and, and it had been built up. And then the memes, all that, Will, Will's the ego. Red, the, red, the red table talk. Ooh, that thing, man. And I don't think he's ever got the credit he deserves for being a rapper. He won the first Grammy. For a rap? I didn't even know that. I didn't know he was the first rapper. The first. That's crazy. And nobody really looks at him as a rapper. I like yeah. his stuff. I honestly yeah. do. I like his stuff. I've seen the lion's share of his movies. Uh -huh. And I still I still would go see his movie. I, I, I got to go see Emancipation. But I just didn't like that movie. That's his night. I think now, okay. he's never now you know that night is not is not known for him winning an Oscar. No. It's known for what he did for him prior smacking. to winning an Oscar. Yep. And I'm like, man, you smacked that black man on national television. Yes, yes. And all what, those other white people yeah, were there. Yeah, okay, could've... now you with me. Now you with me. Now you with me. Now you with me. <laughs> Tom Cruise, come on now. Yeah. Could have gave him a smack. Right. Could have. I mean, who else is sitting there? Gary Oldman. Shout out to Gary Oldman. I love him. Smack. Yeah. I mean, all look, those people. That's man. maybe. Maybe you get together and say, "Bro, you need to lay off my wife." I mean, there are some things that you said in the past, and it's kind of building up. Yeah. So, I feel like that could have. That slap should have never. It only should have been heard about. Right. It never should have been publicized. Right. The world wasn't supposed to know about that. Right. It's like okay. You hear about fights between celebrities sometimes that break out. And of course, they will talk about it eventually. Right. But for the for the bulk of it, it's like, yeah, nah, I don't know what you're talking about. Like right. that. They they avoid it. Right. And I think it though that should have been one of those situations where it wasn't. Right. And everybody thought it was a bit at first. I thought they it did. was a bit. Because I'm like, I noticed, yeah, they, they got, because everybody, you know, now all of a sudden social media's blowing up. Man, yep. that was a skit. Yep. I mean, I don't know if a skit let you slap it like that. That ain't yeah. a, a movie. Yeah, nah, nah, you, <laughs> what you say, <laughs> what you say, <laughs> what did you say? Look, I would have whooped Will Smith's ass. <laughs> I would have whooped Will Smith's ass. I didn't ass. about that Listen, I would have came about to skip, skip. What you coming close to me for, skip? What you gonna give me a drink or something, skip, skip? I would have beat Will Smith's ass. All that, no lies and shit. That shit would have went out the window. I would have whooped his ass. Can't do I would've, it. I would look, can't, can't come to him. 
But think about what you just said. Yeah. Said, How do you think that could have been prevented? You said if you had told a joke. I believe he took advantage of a situation. He saw a, a, a five, I don't know, five eight, five nine guy that weighed 150 pounds. Yeah. I think Will Smith is probably what six two, maybe 200 pounds. Six two, 200. So he saw an opportunity that he can take advantage of. And I said that joke. Will Smith ain't stepping to me. And, no, he not. He gonna look. He be like, yeah, all right, I'm gonna chill. Yeah. But like, but you know, he said it to his. To, I, I wish, I wish. He had apologized that night. I get you. Right. I want to apologize to the academy. That's blah blah blah. You got to apologize to this man. Yeah. Now he said, you know, I was dealing with a lot of things. You know, I had a lot of things, and it just came to a head. I hope at some point in time, he and Chris Rock. I don't know if Rock's gonna be accepting of this to sit down and have a conversation about it. I think they. I think it would be good for them to have a conversation. I think even if. Uh... But I need you to slide me a check for about fifty million first. <laughs> Assaulted, man. I was assaulted, man. I got smacked, hit, wow, by the nigga who made summertime. Wow, wow, man. Wow. And Chris Rock ain't like Chris Rock ain't regular, man. Chris Rock got a couple problems, Shannon. Yeah. He ain't, you know, he he little he got it, you know, he got he's got uh what's it called uh uh um um uh what is it called um nonverbal learning disorder. Yeah. That's close to having Asperger's. Right. So technically, Will Smith assaulted a special person. You can't Man, do that. Man, y'all had a... <laughs> you can't do that. You can't assault special people. Yeah, you yeah, ain't yeah, even yeah. supposed to look at them. It, 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 they got no, don't we got some kind of like that 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 make sure that that special <laughs> like like kids and then you don't take advantage yeah, of Exactly. You yeah. ain't supposed to hit. They got a they got a class with, with they got to deal with draw, drawing with fat crayons and slobbing all over the desk, all these paper towels and things of that sort. You can't. They got too much to worry about. You can't smack them. Don't assault them. You mentioned you were from Virginia. Yes, sir. When you were growing up in Virginia, what did you did you play sports? What did you what did, I what, played what, sports. Did Jay, what did Jay want to be when he became Jay, an adult? Jay played. Jay tried everything. Jay played break basketball. Which I was not good at. Um, uh, I got better as I got older. Right. I'm a flat-footed dude, man. What I play, about football? You, you I played football, football because you... I was heavier. Right. I was like, um, I was, um, I was 75 pounds heavier when I was in high school. So I, I was a lineman. I was, I was a tackle. I was a guard and a tackle. Man. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I was on the line. I would crab. Right. But that didn't really, that didn't really speak to me. So right. then. It was high school theater. I was still doing it, but right. that predominantly took over my extracurricular activities. Right. And um, yeah, I but was... as a heavy set dude, you was in the theater. Yeah, man. That's. I mean, that makes sense. You see, most of them. You ain't get no girls in theater though. Uh, uh, uh I did. Nah, okay. <laughs> I got the weird. You get the weirdos. They're weird. Them, them girls, them theater girls, them, them Jones is freaks. Them, them theater joints, cause they don't. They don't, nobody else touches them. You don't say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I should have put on this planner. All right, yeah, we're going to broad. I'm going to Broadway, going right to the backstage. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you, man. Them, them performance girls. Are, can I, can I, can I, can I be honest with you and lucid? Yeah, can I be honest with you? Yo, man. So I was, I was dealing with this one joint in uh, New York, and um, you know, uh, she was, she was a dancer. And uh, you know, a prolific dancer. Yeah. I, I can't. I'm not gonna say exactly what she was on because then she, then she'll know who I'm talking about. Right. She's probably gonna watch it. Right. But um, bro, we went to. I I came to her show and right in the, 
right in the backstage, right in her dressing room. We right in the Did dressing room. Did you grow up? Right in the dressing room, right before she went on. That shit was crazy. Oh, man. And she was dancing, and boy, she was dancing that night, boy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she was killing yeah, super huh? I, said, <laughs> <laughs> I said, damn, I said, somebody put a battery on her back. What's going on? <laughs> I was the battery, yes. Uh, all of the charge, Mr. Sharp, all of the charge. But, but yeah, you don't get, I. you get, those girls are, those girls are, that's, I got my first kiss in theater. Her huh? first kiss, the girl. She, but you said you was heavy. Yeah, I still, hey, Biggie Baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's just swag, man. You just, if you know how to talk that, Shannon, you know, man, you know how to talk okay. that shit. You, you get in there. Were you bullied? Were you bullied in high school? Were you picked on in high school? I was picked on. I was picked on. Is man. that why you became funny? I believe so. I, 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 it was a way for me to like. It, when I was doing voices, I was joking around. People like that. Yeah, but and so they laughing. They not laughing. They laughing with you, not at you. Yeah. And so me, I had I talked with a lisp. And yeah. so what I could do is that I can make people laugh. So I start talking about somebody else's clothes. You didn't <laughs> notice I had holes in my knees, or you didn't notice what I had on. Uh -huh. So I got them up off me and got them on somebody else. So I wanted to transfer the laughter. <laughs> I got to get you up off me. Transferred the transferred the fry. Yeah. Transferred the fade. <laughs> hey man, that's what you got to do. That's what. Listen, I I had to do that too. I yo I <laughs> I had to lose these hips, man. It right. was the butt, man. Listen, ain't nothing worse than you being on a date with your girl and you hear dudes in the back talking about, God dang, yeah, that's fat. And you don't know whether they talking about her or, or you. Right. I had to change that. Yeah. I got catcalled. Yeah, that, that was fucked up. I dropped my phone and dude was like, God damn. I said, my G. He was like, oh, my bad, bro. But you know what you got. Yeah, you know I mean? Oh, Lord. And yeah, when you was like, hey. And, or they said, man, he outputted his coverage. I don't know how he got <laughs> I don't know how he got hurt. He must be got a pocket full of money. Hey, man, you know, hey, pocket full of money or maybe something <laughs> extensive. <laughs> something extensive, you know. I want to talk about an incident that happened, and I don't know if people remember it, and it happened about a month before the George Floyd. Absolutely. Right out here. Right on, the, right off of Ventura and Corbin. Yeah, man. Um, Tell the story. I got wrongfully detained by the LAPD. I was just running, man. I was exercising uh, during the pandemic, trying to trying to keep my hips off. Oh, right. You know what I mean? So I'm running down Ventura. I got my Bose uh, headphones on, uh, noise canceling. And you know, I'm running at first, Shannon, I'm running. And the app said, slow down, walk. That was literally God talking to right. me. So when I got to that next block over, a helicopter flew over my head. I was like, I, 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 didn't, I didn't turn on the PlayStation. How did I get in Grand Theft Auto? I don't know how I got <laughs> yeah. here. The police officer, he's got his gun out. He said, the left of me. He's like, freeze. I'm thinking he's talking to somebody else. I said, oh, snap. Maybe I should get my phone because uh, I need to record this. He was like, you get on the ground. I was like, me? Jay Farrell? I was like, hold up. Jared Farrell? That's my real name. Yeah. I said, Jared Farrell? Like, what? I said, all right. And as soon as I get down on the ground to comply to the officer, as I'm getting on the ground, three more officers are coming up with their guns. Now it's four officers with their guns. I get down on the ground to comply. And on my life, I'm not making this up, man. The app said, run. I said, uh-uh. You, I said, you out your damn mind. <laughs> I said, not today, Satan. Not today. I got put. I'm in handcuffs. I'm like, yo, what's the meaning of this? They're like, you match the description of a black man in sweatpants and sweatshirt. I said, oh, really? So anynigga.com. That's what right. you mean, right? Right. Right? 
I said, man, if you look up Jay Farrell, you see that you're making a big mistake. Now, I don't know if that had anything to do with it, but I know they came back and they said, you're not the guy, we can let you go. And I said, I'm, I've been trying to tell you that I'm not the guy. Right. And um, they say, hey, man, you know, what can, you know, hey, sorry, whatever. I'm like, dude, I've, I'm like, you put me on the ground. I'm like, I'm sweaty. I got dirt on me. I was like, I'm con- I got, I've never had handcuffs on before. I'm like, I've never even got a ticket. I've, I, I mean, I've, I've broken the law, but I've never been caught. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, what, what's the meaning of this, man? So it was just a, it was an unfortunate situation, but I thank God that the app told me to walk. Right. Because if I would have been running through that situation, there's an alternate universe where I ran, I did that shit didn't tell me to go, and I'm not even here. Right. Because it's it's shoot, shoot, and ask questions later. Right. That's how they do it. Right. Um, I think it was just unfortunate that it took so long for something like that to happen to me. You know, because if I would have been exposed to that earlier, I would have, you know, I've been like, oh man, it probably wouldn't have been such a big deal. Right. But it's like this is my first time, and you all, you all had guns on me. Right. Everybody is driving past people know who i am right they're like yo i knew that feral was a rotten apple like what the fuck? i right. didn't do shit. like Did you i'm getting an apology they didn't they they said my they were like my bad but it wasn't like a like we would like to uh, the lapd would like to apologize to jared farrell on behalf it wasn't anything like no that. no 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 nah, you know I, I i like dollar size i like my apology to have dollar size <laughs> That's the, that's the greatest form. Hey. That's the greatest form of an apology to me. Hey, Shannon Cat Williams told me <clears throat> you need to sue the fuck out of them and become a black billionaire. <laughs> You'll be the Negro Elon Musk. <laughs> Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. So all all you got is the LAPD would like to apologize. That's all I got. And you left it alone. I left it alone because I'm, I mean, I know it's going to, I mean, I still have the statute of limitations. I could still go in. I mean, I think you have up to, what, four years to... Yeah. It's up to four, right? Yeah. So I still have another couple of years, but I'm thinking about all of the arduousness of going to court. And, That's okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking about all the bank accounts that I'm open to that money. The Shell Corporation, the business <laughs> I'm going to start, the LLC. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, just, I'm just not going to put it in Bitcoin because I'll probably end no, up... No, 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 no crypto, no. probably end up uh, doing something to myself or having somebody come after me. Um, uh, I, I feel like it's still... I mean, I could... Do you, think, do, you, do you think about it? All the time. I mean, but it's, it's a bit now. I mean, I've turned it into a bit, but I do think about it. Um, not as much as I did in 2020, 
but I'm always I'm always aware of my surroundings and I'm always like cautious and just making sure I don't look approachable. Right. You know, not that that should even be a deciding factor because right. it shouldn't. Mm -hmm. You all should learn how to identify whoever did the shit better right. than messing with somebody who's just out an innocent civilian. Exercising. Yeah, exercising. You should do a better job with the system. You should do a better job of training these guys. You should do a better job of identifying. You should do a better job of uh, just doing your fuck, doing your job. Doing your job better. So there's that. I could still take them to court. And, uh, you know, a lot of Black Lives Matter uh, lawyers hit me up. Right. And said, uh, yeah, we have a case. But I'm just, you know. COVID, I didn't, I didn't go down there. I mean, but it's still ongoing. So I'd have bought me a, I bought me a case of a hundred ND95 masks, and I'd have been in court every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'd have got the shot, the booster, the third booster for Omicron. <laughs> he said for Omicron. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be in court. I'm gonna give it. Hey, now I'm, I'm, you gonna learn your lesson today. Uh, Is it true that you coined the term Karen? I believe so. I said there's always. I'm the one that said there's always a white, there's always a white person named Karen. Yeah. I said that. Right. Um, and I was like, yo, if you go to a white people's party, you say you know Karen, they will take care of your ass the right. whole night. Right. I said that um somehow SNL put it in a black Jeopardy joke. Yeah. And then the internet took off with it. Right. But the seed, I you would think, it. it was me. Now, Dane Cook had a bit about Karen always being a bitch, but that's that wasn't what I was talking right, about. Right. I grew up in the suburbs, and there's always, from my from my deduction, there's always a white woman named Karen mm -hmm. around me. You right. Feel me. So right. that's why I said that. Right. But uh, you, yeah. uh, you said Steve Harvey called you and told you 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 got yeah. being black in America boy, sandwich. Boy, you got a big being black in America sandwich, boy. Welcome, boy. <laughs> Welcome, boy. You know, look, I done been fucked with with the police for years, you know. For years, I done fucked with the, I done been fucked with by the police. You just getting introduced. You just a baby. <laughs> do, you, do you consider Steve a Because a lot of, I, I've talked to a lot, and everybody says, man, Steve, uh, said the entertainer, a lot of these got an uh, earthquake. Mm -hmm. They say, hey, Steve Harvey Solid put dude. us on the game. Solid dude. Bruh. He didn't the hoard best. the information. A lot of guys have the information yep. and they hoard it. Nah. Say Steve ain't like that. Steve gives it away. Steve is, uh, that's another, I call him Unk. I hit him up when I talk to him. I'm like, yo, Unk, what we doing? You know, um, he, he literally let me know about my worth. I didn't, and I didn't, there was no summation. I didn't, I didn't sum it up. I couldn't. He said, boy, you understand when you did my show, we had, we only had the second the second highest ratings to Ellen. I was right there, right under. You know that's what your show did, boy. You know that, boy. <laughs> you know that, boy. And he said, you don't know how much power you have. And I started thinking about that back when he said it in 2017. He said, you don't know how much power you have. Then I start looking around the internet. I see all of these videos that people put up of me. I see the millions of hits that they get. And I see that I'm not getting any of it. It's like, I don't understand my power. You have a talent that folks can't, a lot of people can't replicate. Right. There's a handful of people that can do it, but to the caliber of, of turning into that person, right. where it's almost coming off as possession 
and not an impression. Right. You you don't even see that that's what you have. Right. And you could corral so an audience, so many people together right. if you just take that and focus it. And I started, and I and I really started listening to them. And now that's why I take all of the clips that I see people put up. They got millions of hits. I put them on my page, and they go viral again. Right. And that's why I get paid for the shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, <clears throat> it's all being aware of your star. You might have something, you might have something that people are jealous of, envious of. Bam. If you take that and you maximize it, you don't know what you could do with it. Right. So. I think he 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 made me realize my talent because I didn't at first. I, I really didn't. I was just having fun. You know? If you could have dinner with four comedians, dead or alive. Oh man, come on now. Who you talking with? Who you who I'm you talking, sitting down with? Bernie's being Bernie's gonna be there. B Mac. Uh, uh, Red Fox is gonna be there. Red Fox. Damn, I gotta be. Damn it. Uh, and alive too. Yeah. All right. Or dead or dead, dead or, or alive. alive. Eddie. Eddie. Eddie gotta be there. And uh, who else would I want? I would want Prior there. Four. Okay. Yeah. So. I would want Eddie. I would want. Uh, I would want uh, uh, Bernie. I said Bernie. I said I want a uh, 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 Red Fox, and I definitely want Priority. Wow. Those four. I think. I think they could give game. I had the conversation. What's that conversation gonna be like? <laughs> what is that conversation gonna be like? Shit. I don't know. This shit. Let me start it. Hold on. Hey man. Um, <laughs> glad everybody got a chance to come out today. You know, we're just gonna have a good conversation. Have some food. Drink some wine. You know what I mean? It's bitches here. Just have some. Have some fun, you know. Man, I can't fuck a bitch. I tell you why. My blood pressure. <laughs> shit going crazy. I've never done Red Fox before. There we go. Number one. Number two. Uh, who else? Man, shit. Man, I done been fucked 15 times a day, so shit. <laughs> if I do get some old pussy, then I might be fatigued. <laughs> <laughs> and who else was that? I said, oh, one more person. Burn the Burn the math. Let me tell you motherfuckers something. You some of my bitches think you know about slinging what they call the dick. <laughs> I sling this some of my bitch. Everybody getting pregnant. I pull my shit out. This whole room get dark. Kick it! <laughs> hey, 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 listen, man. You don't need to do no bits tonight, all right? Just relax. Everybody just relax. Everybody just relax. Have a good time, because I ain't getting no bits. I'm having drinks, and I'm having bitches. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would just be that. I don't know. <laughs> Something like that. You consider yourself the gold impressionist? You and Jamie Foxx, who is it? You and Jamie. Why would you do that, Shane? Yeah, I know. I want to know. I want to know. I, wanna know. I gotta you, know. got to know. Got to know. If you ask, if you ask Jamie Foxx himself, Jamie will tell you, nobody can touch me with impressions. Right. He, he'll he'll say that. So I'm just using his words. Right. To say, what the obvious right. is. Cause uh, you done voiceover work. You done yeah. for the Family Guy and the Simpsons and Nickelodeon. Yep. Yep. Work when you do it. Do you ever use your actual voice, or are you always going? Nah, I do. I use my actual voice sometimes. Sometimes that's what they want. Like I'll do like 50 character voices. They'll be like, no, 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 no. He's like, just, just say it normal. And I'll be like, oh, okay. They'll be like, no, that's perfect. I'm like, all right, cool. So it's just like learning. It's learning that. Meanwhile, on Good Times that I'm doing, I'm on I'm Good Times. They're doing an animated version of it. You JJ, right? Of course, of course. I'm Junior. You know, um, I'll be up there doing Little Baby. <laughs> the baby. I'll do Birdman. I'll do Kanye. They'll have me right. doing whoever they need me to do, I'll do up there. And it's the same thing on Family Guy as well, as far as impressions go. Right. You know, the Kanye up there, of course, is me. And then the um the other ones, the Will Smiths, all that shit. I, I like I like voiceover. That's yeah. easy money too. 
Hey, I man, did, you I, did Ameri- I think I did American Dad. I was, I did a boy, and I, I did myself. I was myself. I was an alien hunter. Oh, perfect. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. I was like, I, you could do some more of this work here, I man. I think, I think that, uh, I, Shannon, you could do a whole. I think you could do a whole series of, of fucking animated <laughs> shit. And people would love it. They'd be like, oh, you be like, yeah, I know that voice. I know that voice. You That's a, undisputed. I know him. You a rapper too? Yeah, I rap, man. I got bars, man. I got something dropping. You have number one song, Billboard, with First Lady Michelle Obama? I damn sure did. Damn right. Damn right. Go to college, people. Go to college. I you, did it. So how did that... When did you want to rap? When did you know you could rap? I started rapping before I did comedy. Man, I started rapping when I was 13. It was this, uh, my neighbor. It was this Italian family. Right. This dude was named John Santoro, and he, he, he would rap, and he got me started. I was 13, and I just kept, kept getting better. I was trash until I was 18. Right. I was trash for four years. Right. Uh, I made two mixtapes. Uh, you'll never hear them because right. it's trash. But uh, after that, when I was 18, I started, um, I created a, uh, on MySpace. That's how old, old this is. Yeah. I was on MySpace and I created a group called Heavy Spitters where I would have different uh, people come in from different uh, states and everybody would battle each other. Right. You know, and from there, my writing got better. Right. And then I would just, I would freestyle and I'd be battling, battle at college, battle at community college. I battled at VCU when I went um, on the street after shows. Right. I, to, I remember one time it was it was three dudes I had to battle. I felt like Goku. You know what I'm saying? I just, <laughs> fight everybody. Punch lines. I'm battling three. I said, yo, I'll take your money like Mr. Scrooges. I said, three dumb people. I'm battling the, I said, I'm battling the three stooges, some shit like that. Right. It was a young boss, right. young boss. Right. Um, but I've always, that's always been a, a, another um, a avenue to like, you know, to uh, creativity, right? You know, um, um, and that's just uh, rapping is just like comedy. Setup, punchline, delivery. It's the way you say something. It's the way that uh, y- your swag, y- the way you finesse it. Like it's all, it's the same thing. Right. Same thing with boxing. Right. They're all the same type of sport. They just have it. It's just elevated in a different environment. Right. That's all. So I've always been interested in it. And, you know, I dropped projects. I had something that came out, spitting image. That dropped last year. God dang it. Uh, freestyles all over the internet with Who Kid and uh, Sway in the morning. Right. So I've always been looking for whatever's going to kick me into that. But, man, every year is a closer year to 40, so... Shit, I don't know, man. <laughs> but I guess you could, I guess it doesn't matter as long as you have a, a audience. Right. But at the same time, Idris Elba is rapping and he's about 50, so it don't freaking matter. Right. I'm young enough. Did after, did any, were you on, when you were on uh, SNL, did any athletes come by and were they any good? Um, were they uh, good at, good at comedy? Yeah. I think Eli Manning was pretty funny. Right. Eli was funny. Uh, I, I, who else hosted that? I, didn't Tom Tom Brady host it? I think he did. Yeah, I don't know I how that Peyton, was. I think Peyton was really good. Peyton, yeah, yeah, yeah. Peyton, Peyton, and um, Peyton and his brother are dope. Peyton and Eli are great. Right. They just they're funny. Right. They know how to do it. But some people, you know, you'd be like, you got CT, you got CTE. Something <laughs> wrong with you. You got, but but it's a it's a situation where you know, like, that's got to be in you. It's yeah. Just because you're like, oh, I'm on Saturday Night Live, I'm on this thing where they do skits and sketches and things like that. That don't mean you're gonna go there and be funny. You could you would be amazing on SNL. <laughs> I look, 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 look. Are you trying to pitch? Are you trying to pitch? This no, is your no, pitch? No, 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 no. Shannon no. Sharp needs to be hosting. No. Lauren, I could, you know what? You know, where, where's my phone at? No. 
Where's I, my funk? I, 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 have, I do have great improvisational skills. I can ad lib. Uh, I am funny by nature. Uh huh. Um, but no, I'm not trying to. Why? What is it? The reading the cue cards? You be no, right? I, I can read. Yeah, I can read the cue. But I, you know, I, you know, I got some other things that I, I, I want to try to like focus on first. Okay. I'm just saying. I look. Look, you, you, Stephen A. Smith. Uh, who else? Uh, oh boy. Uh, God dang it! I see his face. I see his face, and I can't. He talked kind of like this. Got the sharp nose. He got a. Uh, he got glasses too. What is his name? What is his name? Larry. Uh, God dang it! What the hell? It'll come to me anyway. You should host. Yeah. God dang it! What I'm trying to say. What's your favorite sport? My favorite sport's football. Favorite team? Rams, baby. We looking bad this year, but we're gonna be back. You'll be back. You'll be back. We all injured. Everybody Who's your favorite up? player? My favorite player of all time? Yep. Um, Jesus, who is my favorite player of all time? Man. Kurt Warner? Huh? <laughs> I mean, I love Kurt Warner. Why is it what really? Nah, my favorite player of all time, football-wise, man. You know what? I gotta go with, I gotta go with hometown. I have to. I gotta go with, I gotta go with Michael Vick. I have Great. to. Hometown. Yeah. He's from 757. You know? Hey, boy. I just had him. He was electric. Yes. I, I mean, he, he was special. Yeah. And, and I mean, okay. And, and Shannon Sharp. Come on, man. Come on, man. You got to come on. Shannon Sharp. Yeah. That's what I say. You, you know what? You mentioned you was 250 pounds. Absolutely. <laughs> what made you want to say, you know what? I don't want to be 250. I want to be, it look like you're under you're 200 if you're that. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm a buck. I'm like, Buck 85, buck 90? Buck 85, buck 90, yeah. Yeah. Um, so how long did it take you to transform yourself? Three and a half months. Four. Four, three and a half to four months. I transformed because I, I looked in the mirror and I said to myself, either I get rid of this or I'm going to get rid of me. Mm -hmm. And I didn't want to do that. It was either I'm going to lose this weight or I'm going to die mm -hmm. because I was that depressed. I was just, I didn't even go to prom, bro. Like... I didn't find nobody to go with. I just didn't have the confidence. Um, I mean, from the get, look like you were two people. You say you weigh like 300. I could have took, <laughs> took myself. <laughs> so is, that, is that why you didn't go to prom? You didn't, yeah. Were you, were you afraid? You didn't have anybody? Were you afraid to ask? Were you it afraid was, to get rejected? I, 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 I had asked. I had got, yeah, maybe. And I got, and... I well, later for you, forget you then. Yeah, fair. Do you think... Did forget you, Shanisha. Did you, did you, did you, do you think it was because of your weight? Absolutely. I mean, so I if you were this was, size, they would have said yes. Yeah, if I was this size and I had this status, nobody said no. No, but I'm saying that, that's the status. You're not gonna have this I status. Get you, in high I get you. Yeah, it was. It was because it, that played a. My weight played a big role in my. It's just in my confidence, man. I just was really. I was awkward, bro. And once I lost weight, I kind of. I started finding myself. Right. So. I think it was just all, it was the identity crisis. I didn't know who I was. I wasn't comfortable in my skin. I couldn't, going up to a girl and, and talking to her, like that was so foreign to me. Right. I was so I was so intimidated. I, lo I loved watching porn, but I just didn't know how to get to the, get to the cakes. I wanted the right. cakes, but you know, I ain't had no game back. You were doing that in high school? What? What? You, did I what? Did I win that? <laughs> you keep, you uh, the dating. <laughs> Oh, wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute, you just glossed over that. Wait, what was the question? Okay, you don't want to ask it. Okay. No, I don't want to ask it. I okay. don't want to know. No, no, I mean, I'll, I'll let you know. Look, I'm a, look now, I'm, I'm a full, I'm, hey, 
I'm Super Saiyan God mode now. Do you do you I'm need made intervention? Up. Do, I mean, do I need to call somebody to get intervene? What 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 with uh what, what you mean? With the computer. Oh oh man oh no come on bro I'm good now. Okay you good, good now. now. Okay yeah I ain't addicted. I mean I'm not okay. addicted. Okay. I mean we all we all Google. No, I don't Google. You, you don't even Google. Mm -mm. You don't even look. Mm -mm. You ain't got no. You ain't finna get my phone and think I'm some kind of freak. Oh, no. Oh, well, listen, I don't care. It's got to the point where I don't care. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm comfortable with myself, Shannon. Yeah. I don't give a damn. I'm comfortable too, but I don't want to <laughs> So let me, I ask you, did you have any kids? Are you, are you dating serious right now? Uh, do you, hold on, hold on. Let me make sure I get this right. You said you like, you least date. <laughs> did I say that? Yeah, you said that. Out said, loud too, I heard it. Yeah, I said I don't date. At least you yeah. got it. Yeah, you got at least three months with me. You got three. You got three months you to got, win you over. You got three months. And then how know? long they get after they win you over? I mean, it just, like it. Okay, if you get to a year, you good. What's the, what's the longest you've been in a relationship? Four years. Four years was my longest, and that was. Uh, Why are you afraid of commitment? Why are you afraid? I'm not afraid. I just I, I see so much bullshit now. I think. I think the older you get, the harder it is for you to get married because you have sussed out so much shit and you're just like, I don't like that or I don't like that. But then you have to realize you're never going to get somebody that's 100%. No. That's you just hope, hopefully, this is how it works. You're never going to find someone that has every single quality that you like. Right. You just hope you find someone that has enough qualities that you like and so the ones that they don't have, you're willing to like forego those. True. Okay. Okay. Well, I, well, you, you gotta have mental stability because yeah. I've definitely been in a situation where a girl cooked me dinner and she forgot that she cooked me dinner and blamed me for how bad it tasted. Um. Yeah. Ain't that some crazy shit? Yeah. She gonna blame me for the chicken. But but here's the thing. Are you me? I ain't really looking for nobody that can cook like that. Cause you know we can either go we, out to eat or I can I can hire somebody to cook. We can post. I mean that, that's nice. That's nice if you can do it. But it's not the end. It's not a deal breaker for me. I want you to have the skill. I want you to at least. I don't want you to. Your cooking skills cannot be the extents of TV dinners. You gotta know at least how to make breakfast. You oh, gotta, yeah, yeah, you yeah. gotta at least yeah. know how to make them eggs cheesy, goddamn. Yeah. You, you gonna make these <laughs> <laughs> You gonna make you gonna make these eggs cheesy with these grits or no. You, you want gotta, cheese grits the eggs. You gotta be able to do that. I gotta at least have breakfast. Look, dinner, understand. I got skills, baby. I'm from the South. My father used to be a chef. Right. I cook, I stuff salmon, all of that shit. Right. Whatever you want. Shrimp Creole, whatever the hell you want, I can make it for you. Right. But breakfast, that's on you. You you gotta cook breakfast. Not that I, I can cook breakfast, but I want you to do it. Right. You can't just be looking good in heels and that's it, God dang it. I don't care how your yeah, top you game is. Yeah, you can. <laughs> you, you can just be looking good in heels. You got a nice little hey, job. Shannon, I got, a, I got a spiral staircase, bro. And I got that spiral staircase because I like watching women walk down it. Yeah. Oh, man. A nice yeah. little, a nice robe. Oh, my God. They, they put the robe on and they got the heels, the little fluffy shit, and they come down there. And they be flowing and shit, and they got that long ass Cruella Deville cigarette. Oh hell yeah, man, that what I like. That what you like? That what I like. I'm, hey, look, that, that, that what I'm I like. I'm trying to get married, so I don't, I don't like that no more. You ain't what? I'm trying to get married. <laughs> I'm trying to get married, ain't? Wait, what you mean? Oh, no. you? Oh, multiple. I mean, your wife could do it though. No, 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 no. Man, look, I'm 54, about to be 55. I need to get married. I don't, I don't want to be alone no more. Okay. Hey man, hey. Why don't you do like your homie? The homie, uh, Pete Davidson, he keep one of them things on him. He does. And, and the next one, his next victim, probably. <laughs> so, next, hey, won't you say, hey, Pete? Oprah. What, what, what won't you say, what won't you say, Pete? 
I know, uh, hey, your chick, I know your girl, she got a friend. Do that for your boy. I mean, I could, but it's like, do you want to get some, you want some runoff vagina or do you want to get it, do you want to get it yourself? Like, runoff box is cool. Like, plug box is cool. Like, I got plugged into it, but it's, it feels better. The satisfaction, the climax is bigger if I've hunted if and somebody, dabbed it If myself. somebody hook it up, hook it up. Hey, hey, you know what? Look, all right. You, you two choose it. Listen, okay, that's that's my problem. I am. I'm, <laughs> I'm a Libra, Shannon. Okay. I'm a Libra. That's my problem. Yeah, see, you don't but, bad, ain't balancing out, though. Listen, bro. if Pete, look, if you could get me, <laughs> if you bring me Doja Cat, if you bring me a Meg Thee Stallion, I swear for Lord, I know. Why your Meg Thee Stallion got a man? Okay. What that what mean? Did, 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 ah, fuck that mean? I just she already ordered. Find something else on the menu. Just wait. Okay, Doja Cat. Did the lady? Okay. Hold on. The, 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 okay. Uh, the All right. Somebody came. else. Somebody else. Yeah. Rihanna. She got somebody too. And so what? I identify as her baby father. What y'all gonna say? You can't tell me shit, America. Cause that's how I identify. I <laughs> <laughs> Didn't the server tell you they didn't have that on the menu and you still tried to order it? Hey, man, look, the McFlurry, the McFlurry machine been broke for yes. years at McDonald's, but that don't mean so I don't get the apple pie. So, hey, the apple pie's there, but I still <laughs> want that McFlurry, though. Oh, my goodness. I'm, ju I'm just saying, bro. Hey, shout out. Hey, look, shout out to their relationship. Shout out to their relationship. Drake, it's okay, man. She heard, she heard us all. It's okay. Man, go ahead, all, man. <laughs> See, there you go. Stir she heard you us all. You do realize when you stir, stir up old boo-boo, it still stinks. Leave that alone, man. Ain't even no boo-boo, man. These are just, I'm a comedian. These are jokes, man. These are jokes. I'm not saying, nothing it, I say is Could real. you date someone making more than you? Absolutely. Why not? I, I, I jump right in the swaddle. I don't care. I'll be right on the, I'll be right on the chest like this here. You know what I mean? Hey, if Leslie Jones, if Leslie Jones <laughs> want, want to try some shit, hey, I'll climb, I'll climb her ass. I don't care. <laughs> we about to, so, we about to, so let's just say for the sake of argument, like, we see these big entertainers and you know the wife, you know, and they 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 tag they you know they, they behind, they're not as known. So now the care. woman is gonna be more, more known than you. You're gonna be care. in the background. You're gonna be holding you good holding up purse. I don't care. I don't care, bro. Who whatever bag J Lo need hell, I hold it for. <laughs> I don't care, bro. I don't give a damn, bro. Oprah, I don't care. I don't man, care. Are you she kidding? Got stamina. Why you always got to pick stamina somebody ain't, up? Stamina ain't hitting that, man. Well, first of all, why you can't find somebody that's single? There's not that many billionaires. I'm a gold digger, Shannon. I got a... <laughs> <laughs> There's not that many single billionaires, man. You know, uh, women, you know? Who, who I'm going to go, Jessica Alba? She got three kids. So? She got a million. You're right. Because how could I say that about J Lo and she got she she got twins she got twins and she got two more she got four right? Well, I, I guess I mean if you want to say the, the one that Ben Affleck, but they're older. But you know, I, okay. I think J Lo only got two kids. Okay, well, whatever, J, whatever J Lo need, I don't give a J Lo can have two hundred kids. She married to Ben Affleck. It don't matter. She a billionaire, and, and it ain't gonna it ain't gonna last forever. If somebody's already in order, stop reading the menu. Hey man, hey man, reading is <laughs> fundamental, Shannon. <laughs> So what's, what's up with Jay Farrell next? What's up, man? Oh, dude, I got a, a biopic, uh, Casablanca, Buddha Records, coming out March 31st. I got another movie that's dropping on Juneteenth called The Blackening. I did with my boy Senqua Walls. Uh, Jermaine Fowler's in that. Yvonne Orge, or, Orge, Orgy from, from Insecure. Okay. Yvonne Orgy, you know what I'm talking about? She's in it. Um, what else, man? I got a project dropping. New Year's Day, Speedboat. That's coming out, the rap shit. That shit gonna be fire. Right. Crazy.
crazy. Also, I'm on Family Guy. I'm a consulting producer up there. I write, I write on there from time to time. I'm on the show. I'm I want to be on there. I want to be on there with Stewie. Oh, oh, really? I'm sure me and Shannon Sharp can definitely have a sexy party. Invite <laughs> the girls Dewey. over. Yes, I love yes. Dewey when he beat the brakes off Brian because he owed him money. Oh, yeah. Where's my money, man? Where's my money? <laughs> Where's my money, man? Been ducking me a long time, man. You know, it's wild to me to have watched that show for so long and now to be on it with right. everybody. Right. It's just the blessing. It's crazy to me, man. Right. And like, I just used to do impressions of Peter, Stewie, Quagmire, all of right. these folks. And now that I'm with the folks and I'm creating my own characters with them, that just shows that's God, man. That's God, bro. I know, I figured out you the black Quagmire. <laughs> I damn sure am. Real life, God dang it. Let you know, ladies, I'm a munch, God dang it. I said it, I'm a munch. You thought I was feeling you? I'm a munch, okay? I munch it, lunch it, crunch it, punch it if you want, if that's what you like. I can't with you. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, though, right? I do know what you're talking about. Get out, hey, get out. Appreciate it, Jay, man. Thanks Thank you. Love. Hey, man. Jay and Farrell. And Shannon. Shannon, yeah. I, I love you, dude. Well, I appreciate you coming. I and love listen, you. Thank you, brother. Thanks for coming, bro. And there's I no, really there's no problem. I love Shannon Sharp, and I'm so happy I'm on his show. And God dang it, he is the GOAT. He is the God dang GOAT. And if y'all motherfuckers keep talking shit, guess what? An impersonator of him gonna whoop your ass, okay? <laughs> I don't like that shit. Don't be talking about Unk, man. Don't talk about Unk. That's Unk right there, okay? That's Unk. They Protect know. him at all costs, okay? All right, shit. I said it. All my life, been grinding all my life. Sacrifice, hustle, pay the price. Wanna slice, got to roll the dice. That's why, all my life, I've been grinding all my life. Yeah. All my life, been grinding all my life. Sacrifice, hustle, pay the price. Wanna slice, got to roll the dice. That's why, all my life, I've been grinding all my life. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.